0: Before we start this episode with Charlie Lehman, I would like to note that The Roots Podcast is proudly supported by the Australian Good Food Guide, a hospitality guide that started in 1977 and still continues to rate and support restaurants ever since. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this episode. All right, easy. So let's fucking- Let's roll through it. Let's roll, man. So it'd probably take like maybe like an hour if that's it, fine, it, it might roll over more. I got nothing.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I got, I, my mum wants to go to Freedom later, so that's all. <laughs> So, if she calls, it's your fault. Yeah, definitely. Blame me, mate. Throw me (laughs) under the bus. Throw me under the road. Under the road, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The cops will take care of it. I'll take care of it. Thanks, mate.
0: All right. Easy. Let's do it. Hi, my name's Elijah, and welcome to Root's Podcast, an interview channel that takes its first series by diving into the personal stories of those in the hospitality industry, whether it be in the restaurant, out in the field, and those in the media as they look back on where it all started for them. It is a retrospective look on the passion, ambition, and drive involved in a competitive industry. On today's show, we have the inventive and collaborative co-owner behind two of Sydney's top venues, the Rambling Rascals Tavern and the Double Juice Lounge. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> two, two different bars that set the atmosphere right as you walk into the door. But it wasn't until Charlie smashed out his sociology and politics degree and jumped on to help his mates at the Zeta Bar that he realised his life, of course, would change. What happened? Well, Charlie Lehman is here to explain himself. But we'll start by taking this back a little. Where did you grow up and what was life like for Charlie Lee? <laughs> That's
1: a good question. I, um, I grew up born and bred um, uh, where maybe Frank is, actually. So there used to be a women's hospital there. Oh, really? Um, on Burke Street called St Margaret's Women's Hospital. Um, Cosmo and I were both born in there. <laughs> Darden was born down the road in an even older hospital. Yeah, right. Um, turn of the century, obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, so we, we, we ran around pretty much South Sydney most of our lives, um, moved around a lot, all of us, because yeah. we were from, I'm not going to say broken homes, but, but definitely not um, your traditional, you know, you know two, two mum and dad, yeah, two kids. A, yeah, nuclear family. Yeah, nuclear family sort of yeah. thing. So um, yeah, I, I went to school in, um, in the inner west, I went to school in Ashfield um for my for high school it's one of probably six white dudes that went there so i grew up in a very multicultural um epicenter yeah, yeah. um which was a lot of fun as you could imagine in the mid 2000s yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh which is, yeah, it, it was good i was very i'm i'm still i still have a lot of friends and like i'm the godfather to a lot of their children and yeah, stuff right. of all my friends yeah, from yeah. high school so That's um sick. yeah it's good um and then i sort of yeah just grew up Man, I'm a city boy through and through, hey, like, I never, Sydney is my home, I'm born and bred here, South Sydney till I die. Yeah, yeah.
0: So,
1: so um, that was me, and then, um, yeah, I think my, my first job was at uh, Video Easy at 15. Oh, classic. So, my mum made me get a job straight off the bat as soon as I could get a bloody job, because yeah, I, yeah. I had to help her out with the rent and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, and it was, yeah, Video Easy, first job, it was such a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, stealing, no, I didn't steal DVDs, don't say that. <laughs> You can add that, add that in the in the in the takes in the of days. Um yeah, yeah. You know, borrowing DVDs and videos. I was still VHS around back then. And then um, you know, finishing high school, as you as you said, I went to university, did sociology and politics. And that made me jaded with the world. <laughs> so I decided I'd be a bartender because it's a lot it's a lot more honest, yeah, day's yeah. work than riffing people off uh, through legislation., <laughs> that's
0: Yeah, um, so let, yeah. Let, let's drop it back. So were there any other aspirations growing up, like into late high school, even leaving high school, is there any other ideas you kind of wanted to, to go in? like
1: mm, uh, I've always been quite notorious for being able to talk shit. Yeah, um, nice. I think that's growing up pretty fast like having to grow up quite fast um at home and also again growing up in a very multicultural school I had a fast mouth that got me out of trouble or got me into trouble so um I've always was uh I had uh, I think probably year eight, I wanted to be a lawyer. I think most kids want to be a lawyer at one point. Then you find out how evil they are. I found yeah, out yeah. how much money they made. So I wanted to do that. <laughs> um, get paid to talk yeah, shit. Get yeah, get paid yeah. to talk shit. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of got into, I, I read a lot. So I read a lot about, you know, um, politics. and like I, I read a lot of nonfiction. Um, uh, fiction earlier in life and then a lot of nonfiction later in life about mm. the world. So I learned a lot about politics and geopolitics and how power works and, so I got power tattooed on my finger because I thought I was going to be some <laughs> fucking philosopher or some shit. Um, so I learnt that, and I, I think from year nine onwards, I was like, "I'll I'll do politics," because yeah, then yeah. I could pull the levers and chains of, of well, maybe the world, but I think I aim smaller. I think I wanted to be the mayor of Strathfield or something. <laughs> I think that's, I'll be the mayor of a small suburb in in the inner west. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was that was going to be cool, and yeah. then you know, I, I did university and I studied and. Yeah, they ruined that, didn't they? No, they didn't ruin it. I learned a lot. I learned, I, I didn't really like university at the start. I did a diploma in journalism just to, to kick it off. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I, was, I also wanted to be a journalist at one point too. Yeah, yeah, right. So I know how to write. I yeah, can yeah. talk, I, I, can, I can write better than I can speak, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I did that. And then, yeah, politics and I was just, and then, I, then bartending came along. Obviously, like a lot of kids who go to university or TAFE or they fill their weekends with making a bit of coin on the side and bartending and making vodka oranges and shit i did that but i did it, i did it a little bit better i went to, i started the hilton so before Zeta, i worked as a bar back at um marble bar marble bar yeah, yeah right. which is if you've never been there it's probably aesthetically one of the most beautiful bars in the, in the world well definitely australia yeah right um it's made of uh, italian and Oh, where's what else? Italian and something else marble somewhere else. They've got marble from. I should remember, but I don't. Pretty I drink, legit. I drink a lot. Yeah, it's from, built in in eighteen ninety three. I mean, yeah, it's right. pretty dope. It was two million dollars at the time in eighteen ninety three. So you can do, do the interest on that. Do the math. Wow. It was worth a lot of money, That's... and it's still worth a lot of. It's beautiful. Wow. Um. So I started there as a bar back, moved into bartending. Really loved the idea of creating potions and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that was on the side during your degree. That was during, yeah,
1: that was doing my degree. So yeah, I was right. like full time at university and then weekends just worked worked at um, Marble Bar. Yeah. Um, moved up to Zeta, learnt a lot more about coctology or mixology as yeah. they called it at the time. Got really into that and yeah, and that's how I kicked off my love of bartending and sort of being involved in the, the cocktail industry. And then I quit there and went to, got offered a job with Baxter Inn. With Swillhouse. Yeah. And from there on, that's fucking... It's, it's, <laughs> I think it's well documented. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, some of it. Anyway, there's probably a lot of stories that I'm not allowed to tell. But it's... Um, yeah, from there on out, Baxter Inn and Swillhouse and then opening my, my own one.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you got the job at Zeta kind of on the arse end of the degree?
1: I, I did. I think it was in probably my... Oh, maybe even half a year left to the end of my degree. Right. Um, or maybe a year. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm trying to remember the times I got drunk with all my university books I did get on a train once and fell asleep and ended up in Macquarie Fields with university books in my bag (laughs) trying to carry those around is not fun when you are hammered. oh mate (laughs) but yeah I think it was the the, yeah the arse end of my university degree for Zeta yeah yeah. and then I left back I went to Baxter Inn and I was like the first foray into the world yeah sort of thing and um and I did day trading for three months, so trading stocks on the stock market. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, hey, Everyone's going nuts for that now. So, oh, no, yeah. And I, was, I, one, do not have the patience. I have ADD, so I, yeah, I just, yeah. And looking at numbers has never been my forte. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I did it, but I did. <laughs> 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 and I know I'm not a millionaire. I am still just as broke as I was then. It's all right. You can still be the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> well, point, yeah, right? I, I act like that yeah. <laughs> without, without the money sometimes.
0: So what? It was going to the Baxter Inn that you kind of realised that's what you wanted to drop uni and then,
1: or not go back uh, to uni? No, no, no I, I finished. I did it. I, oh, the, I f- oh, the... I finished my degree. I have it. My yeah, I, think, right. I think it's at my dad's house somewhere, to be honest, a piece of paper. <laughs> so I finished my degree. Right. I think that night I went to work and I got f- pretty drunk and I had a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did it. I did it all. I finished it all. Um, and then, yeah, come back, in, I, like Toby Hilton was is, was and still is the sort of CEO of Swill House and part co-owner of some of them. Um, He, I went to him and I was like, Toby, can I please have a job? And he's like, yeah, all right. Um, (laughs) Sort of gave me, you can come in on Tuesday and do your trial shift. I ended up, my trial shift went for six to eight hours or something. And I got, Lewis Jaffrey got me really drunk. So those two as the at the time the managers sort of the big boss boys at at baxter and really well respected in the industry which i didn't know i was only just getting into like the world like of like that top tier cocktail sort of thing yeah sure so i didn't know like you know milk and honey and like what new york scenes was like and i was young (laughs) man i didn't know shit (laughs) So walking in, I'm like, oh, this is just Toby. But like, little did I know, Toby's a three-time world flair champion and yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. this other shit, you know? <laughs> so, um, Lewis got me drunk on my trial shift, which has ended up being my first shift. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was my love for love that was more about learning there under them as a tutelage of, of, uh, how to run a bar rather than this is how you make a cocktail. Cause I already knew how to do that. Yeah, sure. Probably know how to do, I know less now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they taught me how to run a bar, like, you know, how to approach customers, how to do this, all that sort of stuff. Right. And then I was like, oh, this is, there's more to it than just pouring beers and the politics of, yeah, a, bar. The politics of a bar and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, that really inspired me. I was like, oh, this is, this is really cool. I want to do, I could probably do this. And yeah, I thought yeah. I was going to work at Schoolhouse. House. I thought I'd still be working at Schoolhouse, House, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was good. I was, I'm a sort of one company man, you know, <laughs> a lot of kids move around and shit and I'm like. I don't know, nah. <laughs> I've always been taught you get a good job, you keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a good uh, we worked our asses off too, you know, like we, we we flogged it. We won and we have awards to bloody show for it. Yeah. But um
0: yeah, it was good. Yeah, so what was it where was the that you said you learnt a lot of the ethics of for you for your work?
1: Um, it was definitely Baxter. Um yeah. and like I I mean obviously I started there, um and at some point they were like, Oh, you want to do like a, almost like a supervisory role? So I looked after Mondays and yeah, right. moved up like that. So I was like a supervisor. That's it. And that was where I learned like sort of tricks of the trade of how to run a bar, how to deal with staff politics and like how you approach certain. Everyone's got their own style. Like Toby's got a style that he has. Lewis has a style he has. I worked yeah, under yeah, Rob yeah. Liebekins, who was a boss. He's got his style. So I sort of cherry picked their, all their best attributes and mm. just, yeah, said it to myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. So, and then from Baxter in was yeah. <clears throat> was kind of where this kind of all...
1: Yeah, where Rascal came. So, yeah, I worked at Baxter till, for about two and a half years, maybe, three, something like that. Yeah. Um, and but at the end, they moved us around. So, Cosmo, Darden, and myself, so we all worked together, obviously, yeah, yeah. at Baxter, that's how we all met. Yeah. Um, and working side by side for you know sixty hours a week or whatever, mm. you get to know someone quite intimately. <laughs> I concur. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we we were, and then yeah, towards the end when we when we told Anton and Jason, who both owned or who owned Woolhouse at the time, um, that we wanted to do our own thing, they were got behind us 100 percent oh awesome yeah but um they were like we better move them around because they're they're all a little, in their in our in our own ways we're all a little bit crazy right <laughs> so and then at the time the the bar team at um baxter was top tier bartenders but also very crazy <laughs> um so they're like we've got to move around because if they go too crazy this yeah, yeah. could get out of hand so they moved they moved me in particular around to all three three bars so i worked at shady pines on sundays oh yeah nice which was some of the best sundays we've had in my life yeah right I don't remember a lot of them but it was great <laughs> um and frankie's and i just caused havoc at frankie's because they were all a lot younger and i was just being a wanker yeah, yeah. um yeah so they're all fun. owned by the same company so they're all yeah they're all right. the same same family yeah so, gotcha. or, or, and that that was all they had at the time and then obviously they now have hubert and alberto's which are restaurants yeah wow yeah um, which is which are also fantastic. Yeah, so killing um, but at the yeah they're killing it. but at the time it was only those three. Yeah, yeah. And we just jumped between those three. <laughs> um, it, it was a lot of fun. I had it's very formative years of my career Yeah, just working yeah. for under under them. It was good. I yeah,
0: right. It. What was it that when you got to the end of being thrown around a couple of different places that you wanted to take on own your own bar?
1: Uh, well so the, the catalyst for getting thrown around in different places was because we wanted to open our own bar um they just thought well you better get the best of all the worlds before yeah. you go and do it yourself um we just i think we just went out one night and we got we got drunk and we were like we could we could probably do this and sat there and we're like yeah, yeah yeah and you know that bravado <laughs> then we woke up in the morning and we're like no we can definitely do it and then we told anton who's and he and he just like and he's Fuck yeah Let's do it Alright And then he got, he got out Like his phone He's like Write this number down Do this Call this person Do that He found Ramblin' Rascal The site for us Oh hectic Yeah he called, called me up One morning And he's like Charlie I'm like what He goes go sign the lease At this blah, 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 Like 60 Park Street I'm like uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you show I'm that like, that? fuck Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. So I'm up amount out. And I'm like, we've got to find $30,000 to put a, like a deposit for a lease down. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Like uh, we thought when we, when we told him like, Oh, we'll have a year to set up. Like we've got some money, but we'll probably get some more. and we'll, like, we'll plan it. And, like, yeah. 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 Man, two a month turnaround bro that's how that's crazy Anton moves like he just does not fuck around when he he has when he has like something and like he's helping someone else out he's really good yeah yeah yeah. so we move really fast to get to here um scramble for cash we're pretty good at doing that because we didn't have much when we were younger so looking for money in between catches is good yeah yeah um and yeah and then we just signed it up and Fuck, that first three months we were open, we don't really remember much. But it was, and we're still here, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Still, still one day. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: what, like, cause this is a pretty unique location in terms of Absolutely. it's being, it's very discreet. Like, I remember the first time I came here with my partner it was probably, probably like, just after you reopened? Yeah, right. So, it was only just recently. And,. I was trying to look for this place and I was like, okay, you know, just walking walking from Bodie restaurant, like, yeah. you know, like trying to find this Rambling Rascals Tavern. I'm like, could, couldn't see it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, but once you found it, you, you appreciated that kind of discreteness of it's it. It's true. Like, it is nice. Like, yeah. you know, like, and I was like, saw the three skulls and was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's uh, it. I'm the dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you line it up and you come in here and it's like, fuck, that's sick, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you really get an impression, you know, it's not in trying to, you know, put out... Something, you know, a bit much in media. It's like, no. you, just, you just come here and you see it for yourself. And that's it. Which is sick. That's something I just, I love. And uh, I was going to say, it, it reminded me very much, well, I said to Scott how much going into Hell and Wolf reminded me of here. Mm. You know what I mean? Just because that's the kind of vibe that he took from here. That's it. For his restaurant, you know what I mean? Or for his bars. So... And that's, that's something that, as soon as I came in here, it took me back to Hallam Wolf, and I was like, wow, I could see how much he was influenced by this place. <laughs> man, it's
1: awesome. Like, they're influencing, and then, I mean, I, I love Scott and the boys um, down at down in Wollongong and Hallam Wolf. And, yeah, like, he, he used to come and sit here and drink with us. And, yeah, we'd say. You know, and he goes, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, and he told us, like, I want to open my own bar. And we're like, yeah, man, fucking. And we took inspiration from Anton. Like, we're here to help anyone else who wants to fucking do this, you know? I yeah. mean, it's not for the faint-hearted, obvi- obviously. I wouldn't recommend it for everybody, um, but if someone like Scott was real enthusiastic, he had he had a, his head screwed on somewhat, <laughs> you know. Um, so we're like, yeah, we'll tell you, like, you know, this is this is how we did it. I mean, obviously, it doesn't not everything translates into how you should do it, but um, we just told him what we did, and now look at him, yeah, killing it. So it's it's good. Like the whole influence influencing is is really important because obviously we took a lot from Swellhouse and Baxter in and off those dudes and like if if it helps someone else succeed why not just share it yeah it's good
0: yeah it's sick
1: except for like the whole there's some bars that do and especially in this i I, I won't call them out but they'll know who the fuck they are (laughs) there's some in canberra that have just absolutely copy and pasted yeah right from a few bars here in sydney and same with some in perth yeah just fucking absolutely copy pasted ripped it off which is absolute shit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's one, it's so fucking lazy. Yeah. I mean, if you, you have some sort of integrity and have some imagination to yeah. make your own twist on it, I'm like, I'm not saying this is like, you know, having a shit tinny is the most original idea <laughs> in the world, but fuck, we made it famous. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like, to all those bars, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one thing to, to And if you get offended, you know it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: there's one thing to to know that you you been influenced by different bars, but there's another to just like, you know, say it's your original idea. Absolutely.
1: And, and not even, know. or not even acknowledge that you've, ta- yeah. like if you're going to take something, acknowledge where you've taken it from. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's no fine with that. me, man, but don't rip it off and then pass it off as your own. Yeah. And try and take, all try credit. And take credit for it. C- yeah. Just cause you're on the other side of fucking Australia. Yeah. Like no, one's I know notice. like the internet exists, you idiot. <laughs> yes. I fucking spend a lot of time on it. <laughs> that's how I make my memes. Yeah. So, so
0: when you found this place, what were your initial ideas? Because, Obviously, you've kind of got a lot of the how the bar works and inspiration from Baxter Inn. Yeah. Maybe, probably even a bit of the atmosphere mm. and how
1: you want to take it. But when you first came here, what were the original ideas for how uh, you wanted it to be? Um, so the, I like that you said atmosphere because Jason, who now lives in New York, he has a restaurant over there and he's, he's such an intel- intelligent man. He was the king of the atmosphere. Um, he was always n- drilled into us lighting, music. Is that atmosphere? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Lighting and music. They're the two yeah, that's most it. important things. Lighting and music. They're, they're the yeah, most... Yeah. He's like, they're, it really um, defines someone's evening, you know? And yeah, also yeah. just being polite on the fucking bar, but that's a different thing. We get into that. But um, yeah, so when we walked into here, it, this originally... So we looked at the history of the, the building, obviously. It was um, Packer's... James Packer's dad. What's his name again? Packer's dad, anyway. Yeah, Packer's dad. Yeah. Packer. It was his building. Because he had the magazines upstairs, APC oh. magazines. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that was above us, Women's Weekly and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, so this was called King's Tavern, as per Cosmo. He, he looked into that. Um, hence the tavern on the end of Ramblin' Rascal Tavern. Yeah, sure. Um, and then after that, it was, D- Darden remembers this, it was a nightclub called Globe. And apparently down here was like the the, the hectic mungin' out area. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then after that, it was a comedy club. Um, yeah, right. It's, I could see his famous Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can tell with the black paint and sort of the, almost the the set. Look. Yeah, I could definitely... It looks like a set, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could definitely see that for sure. Yeah. So um, um, where the bar is now, if you've ever been a Ramblin' Rascal, you walk in the front the, through the bottom stairs yeah. and you look left, there's a bar. Originally, it used to be the right. So oh, yeah, right. So this part um, to the right as you walk in was originally the bar and it was tiny and it was shit so we just boarded it up yeah and, and just left it and that became sort of our office area at the back there yeah right and we put the bar to the left down where it is where you see it when you walk in now um, and we would, we all we wanted to do originally was create a bar that three of us would just want to sit at and get heaps pissed yeah man that's it yeah and all the other details just f- sort of fell after that yeah and that's that's essentially what we did yeah yeah, I can definitely see that for here. I mean, Comedy Club would be pretty mad. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's a lot funnier now. But, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah t- Comedy Club's pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, so what were some of the other, like, ideas starting this place? Did you have any other mishaps kind
1: of getting this shit oh, going man, or? so many. We Like, no fucking, like, as many, you can open as many friggin' bars as you want. Um, but there's always going to be something that fucks up. Yeah. Um, what what happened? So obviously putting the bar down there, we're in we're in a basement already. So we mm. had to dig plumbing for the for the already basement bar. So. Yeah. Did you have to knock that side down? No. Well, that was it's all open. So we just built right straight. So we had to dig into the into the floor for plumbing. So that's a bit. Of, that was a bit of a nightmare. It was just sort of. I mean, there were things that I'm. I mean, i do not regret any of it, and I love I love Ram Rascal and how it is. But obviously there was there would have been a million things that we could do ten times better. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but it, it's still here. So no, there's nothing really that we could really think about. Probably a smaller fucking ice machine. That thing is like for an RSL or something. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, it was good that we just, we just came in and we winged it and what, what, what didn't work. We cut it as soon as we could, or we just like, you know, duct taped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 how we roll. (laughs) A little bit different down at Deuce. It's a lot more professional down there. (laughs) Yeah, you could definitely see when you walk in. Here is fucking, you know, as the name suggests, rascal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. That's the vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Um, I think it's one thing worth noting is that since what 2013.
1: Four, uh, we were fourteen. So uh, we started sort of building in twenty thirteen, and then we opened the fourth of the fourth twenty fourteen. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. The right. Fourth of the fourth twenty fourteen.
0: So how long was that since the the idea for wanting to start it?
1: Yeah. Before it opened, how long yeah, it was think? like Six months. Really? Even if with all that, the, the work. Even with all the work, they ripped in. We we so what what we did. So it was it was, it was the middle of summer when we right. essentially signed the lease. So it's fucking almost Christmas. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no builders around, <laughs> so we opened it the. Per- so that's probably something I fucking changed. Yeah, <laughs> Signing yeah. a DA at Christmas not a smart idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's no builders around. So because everyone's on holidays, so we sign this DA. We're cutting into our bloody free rent time. So we're like, oh, you know what we'll do? We'll we'll come in and we'll do the demo ourselves. Fuck man, we were over most days we're in here. Eh? We had to tear up the carpet. it's yeah, it almost 200 square meters. Yeah, right. and we're tearing up carpet that's been here since the 80s. Wow, the stuff stuck. It's it, I don't know what they put, what sort of glue they use. Yeah, but right. Shit, man, and with a hangover in the middle of summer, no aircon. Yeah, if, I'm surprised I didn't spew into it a few wow. times. it was hefty. It, like Cosmo's got a picture, and he we piled the carpet up, and no shit it gets up to like a meter or so high. So and then we got a photo of us sitting on top of it. Wow. That's how much carpet there was. Fuck. So we did that um we any furniture and just crap there was like these pylons here had yeah, um, yeah. they had mirrors so we smashed all the mirrors <laughs> for good luck. <laughs> um, we did all that um we 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 had all these like real weird sort of tiley things on the wall that we needed to shave off which yeah, yeah. leads into a funny story. Middle of summer, right? Friday night, or was it a Saturday night? Doesn't matter. And we're shaving this shit off the wall, and we get out the electric sort of fucking grinder, and um, we're grinding away. Uh, we're not, we're just not. We put music up, not paying attention. We get fucking five fires coming through the front door, and like I'm drunk, Cosmo Stone. We're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> and we look around, the whole venue is full of dust. <laughs> I could set the alarm off. Shit. And we didn't notice. We're just breathing in all this fucking dust. We're grinding off this wall, right? And they're like, and I'm wearing just, just stubbies, no shirt, <laughs> sweating and drunk. Yeah. And they're like, and Cosmo's like stoned and happy and shit. And they're like, look at us like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, building a bar. <laughs> and they're like, right. So you guys need to stop doing that. Cause it's setting the alarm off. Um, and yeah, just, just, uh, maybe try and get like an air filtration. Set. And we're like, oh, okay. So what are you saying? We can't do this anymore. Yep. Cool, let's go to the pub. So <laughs> we locked up and we went down and annoyed Darden down at um, at Frankie's for the rest of the night. But that was pretty funny. Yeah, so we did the whole demo, and then um, yeah, we don't know how to build shit. So we um, got a whole bunch of pictures and showed all of our chippies what we wanted it to look like. Yeah, and, yeah. And then they they pulled it off. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was man. People, yeah, people always ask, how the fuck are you guys still around? <laughs> And it's like, "Well, we're idiots of want geniuses, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what we do. We. I think it's also just very much because it all comes from the heart, so it works. Like, if it was coming from a place of, I don't know, that wasn't in, that that was insincere, it wouldn't work as well. Yeah, if it was coming but from it come, far from birth. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, but it comes straight from the heart. Like, yeah, well, we put ourselves into this, so. People see that and they they, they just love it. So yeah. that's why it
0: works. Yeah, you can definitely see that reflect yeah. from people who are in the place and show that through what they want this place to look like. And once you said... I mean, once again, you even said that the atmosphere as well. You can definitely see that once yeah. you meet the people, you know? Like, yeah. if it's... Otherwise, you know, it's just, like, strictly business, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's and you not don't... Like no, personal. that's shit. Yeah, it's not a personal thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of annoying. Mm. Which, is, which is good because one thing's to notice that you guys won Best Bar Team by Time Out Awards
1: twice. Since we've, you guys, we'll, we've won that twice and bar awards Australian bartender bar awards yeah. tw- three times twice three times we've won that one three times you got that hanging up somewhere it's you're hanging at? under yeah it's hanging under all the fucking shit we've got behind <laughs> the bar there's like a giant black dildo there's bras and l- lanyards and fucking there's a horse head <laughs> It's all hanging off. Yeah, so we won that three fairly times. Fairly satanic. Yeah, fairly satanic. We <laughs> accept everyone and anyone in here. Yeah, yeah, As long yeah. as you know, it says don't be a dick because that's it. That's
0: yeah, it. well, I mean, that, that's that's what's... Uh, another thing that's interesting is that uh, even talking to Scott, uh, that was one thing he he loves to tell the story is that after he finished union, we'd be down here like all the time. Every time we come in here, it would always see that don't be a dick, you know? And it's one thing that you can just read and walk past, but when you sit down and think about it and think about everything else, you're like, man, like... It's just such a great fucking philosophy. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and I, I think he even asked you guys if he could put that up on yeah. the wall from some of his bars. You know, yeah. just don't be a dick. Like yeah. it's simple, straight up. Man, it's just...
1: it's, it's an in, it's an it's a universal thing, man. Like again, we like we didn't think of that. Like yeah. it's been around for. Don't be a dick is a thing. Yeah, it's right? a thing. Yeah, but we just we just slapped it on the door and it just became like, oh yeah, that's Rascal says that. Yeah, righto. Like, Which, yeah, and when people are like, can we put? It? I'm like, fuck yeah, man. everyone should not be a dick. Like put it everywhere, <laughs> take it out and use it. That's yeah. true. And like you know. Uh, I think we put, I think it was at the start, it was more for, like, to listen to ourselves first, like, don't let ego get in the way, don't be a dick. Right. But then we were like, no, this is definitely not for us anymore, because we're not. We're cool <laughs> in a, a, Until I have too many beers, yeah, and yeah. I roll, roll around in my undies. But um, but yeah, it, I mean, anyone and everyone can use that. It's awesome, yeah. And people listen to it, and you can yell at people when they are being a dick, and, yeah. And they go, like, oh, you can't. I'm like, it says it on the fucking door, man. <laughs> it's, en- it's a rule. Conditions of entry. Conditions mate. of entry. That's yeah, yeah. why I'm yelling at you right now, and I don't like yelling. I fucking yeah. hate it. I'm not a yeller. Yeah, yeah. So if you're getting yelled at in here, you've, you must have fucking done something.
0: Yeah. Then anyway. Um, So, since opening Rambling Rascals, did you kind of ever realise that winning these awards for Best Bar Team and Cocktails was ever there? And if it did, did that kind of change your ideas of where you could kind of take this place in terms of making sure that the standards were there for your drinks or for the bar team and making sure that though you've, you know... You are friends and still running a business that you kind of realize that wow, like you're starting to get all this kind of <laughs> award recognition. You know what I mean? Like, has yeah. that ever started to tick over in your Yeah, oh,
1: absolutely. When we opened, we were like, oh, look. I mean, and we we love. I mean, obviously, coming from Baxter, we won when we were there. We won awards out the fucking out your ass, man. Mm. So like, we weren't um, shy of winning awards for ten, like for you know for what we do. Came in here. Our first year, we were like, oh, you know, setting ourselves up. We'd never done anything like this. We didn't want to set lofty goals Mm. to the very top at the start, Um, which was good because then we came into our second year and we're like, yeah, we could... We'd love to compete. Like, we're getting, you know, recognition. People seem to like to sit in here. And obviously, the venue, it it's, it grows as, mm. as you grow. Yeah. So there's more shit everywhere. There's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Um, so that second year, and we got nominated for a few awards. I'm like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I think just getting, even getting nominated is you know, yeah. a fantastic achievement because, you know, you're coming up against some of the best bars in Australia Yeah, yeah and yeah. you get whittled down to five or six. Mm. So you're in the top five or top six in, in Australia alone, mm. you know. Um, and then when we won, we're like, oh, shit, we're, we're actually getting recognised for the hard work we do. And, and at the time, we were working every day. Yeah. So it was fantastic to get recognised, I think, yeah. and at that first award. Then we won a second one and we're like, Okay, now we actually have to step up bit, to be a little bit better than just fucking turning up. Yeah, know? it's not just the one I Yeah, one, yeah, one yeah. trick pony. So yeah, um yeah. and then like and that, that, that come that came from surrounding ourselves and hiring people who one are like minded but also can contribute something different that we can't. Right. Which would which can can be either, you know, fucking cocktail making or I don't know, pairing fucking Mary's burgers with beers or some <laughs> shit, you know, like a different dynamic to the team. And then we won a third one, so like it worked. And yeah. then I was like, oh fuck, this is bad. And that's how we, that's how we um sort of developed. And I think what we, what we use Rascal for is developing young talent. This is a great place for yeah. people to come in if you a no bullshit sort of like you want to learn how to do bartending. Yeah, Under, yeah. under this sort of environment, like a real fast paced quick. Um, can I say illicit things? No. can I say illicit things? <laughs> Um, but in a real fast face environment. It? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a fantastic launching point for for bartenders. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I it's it's I very much love this bar. Like I, I work down at this when I'm needed, but mm. definitely not needed there as much as I am here. Yeah. But I, this is this is a blues and rock and roll baby. That's all me, <laughs> and Darden and Cosmo. But you know, we swap we swap between both sometimes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, after a couple of years, you've come around to wanting to open Double Double dupes. Double Deuce. Double deuce yeah, dips, Double Deuce. <laughs> um, yeah, you start to open up that, but yeah. that takes things in a very different uh, Absolutely. Uh, atmosphere.
1: Yeah.
0: Tell us a bit about that, kind of the idea behind that and whether you want to just create another Rascals mm. or something else completely.
1: Um, yeah, so uh, we, what we want to do is something else completely. This, was, this is our sort of home. This is our mm. divey five-star dive bar which is where we all like to drink when we fucking get on the piss. Mm. But we, yeah, we were like, well, we can't, we're not one-trick ponies and I, I think uh, people probably forgot that mm. um, and forgot that we did, we worked at Baxter and like Darden has worked at some f- silver dining restaurants and, and bars in Amsterdam and Europe, you know? Wow, yeah. So like, it's we do have that sort of now to be able to pull this shit off. Mm. Um, we just hadn't done it in a while because we worked here at Rascal <laughs> for so long. And not saying that we don't have good cocktails, it's just very, you know, it's with banging and good fun cocktails. Yeah, These yeah. are more intricate and delicate and all yeah. that sort of shit. So, yeah, we opened Deuce and we wanted to go opposite direction. We wanted a, a cocktail bar, proper, sit down, table mm. service, still with some of our spark to it Yeah. Um, and not stuffy. And That's why we went with that. It's very much a Cosmo. Cosmo was very, he influenced it a lot. Like Yeah, it was sure. His, his brainstorming that brought it all out. Seventies <laughs> um, porn chic was what we went for. Yeah, funk and soul music, real sexy. You know, yeah, like, swazy. That's, yeah. that's 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 what. If you just want one word, just say Swayze. Yeah, 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 and I think most people get that. They're like, oh yeah, fuck Swayze, yeah. <laughs> Whether it be you know footloose or fucking you know um, roadhouse, you yeah, know? yeah, it's it's just cool and sexy. So that's what we went for, and like we we again Oliver Churchill who's our bar manager down there. Um, he worked for us here for a bit, left, and then we went to open there, and we like sort of like, well he's perfect candidate he's yep. like an old he's a young boy in an old no he's a <laughs> young body in an old man's head or some shit he's, he's just got this old man sort of now that about him that he and he just creates some of the most best cocktails yeah so we got him back on as our bar manager and he just he just smashed out i think he's done his second or third cocktail list and yeah we've been right. open a year or nine months if you cut out covid yeah, yeah, yeah. So three cocktails lists in nine months. Yeah. And he's and he's nailed it every single time. Like, so those things are just, they go down to treatment. Yeah. So that was the sort of direction and atmosphere we were going for when we opened Deuce. Mm. And, it's, and I, I think Cosmo embodies a lot of it as yeah. well. That's his baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Time Out awarded in 2019 Best Cocktail. Bar, you know what Correct, I mean?
1: Like, yes. so smashing it. We like, are, yeah, we yeah we came into that going, oh, because he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, it, when we opened, it was, it was tough. It was yeah. A tough point in time. I think we were almost coming up. COVID started in October, like 2019, officially. Yeah. Officially, um. Yeah. So, but even before that, like you, you know, Donald Trump in power, and the, the world markets not really, and it's that's the finance district down there. So yeah. if they get shaky. They're not going to bloody long lunches, are they? So, <laughs> so um, at the start it was a little bit hard, but it's it, it's built. We you always build rapport with the people in the area, and that, that can take a while. So, um, you know, nine months or so on, we're there, and, we're just, and you know, it's it's good. Yeah. cocktails are banging.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's funny because I have yet to be there, but when I read a lot about it with this whole seventies porn chick and kind of Swayze <laughs> style. In my head, I imagine if I were to walk in, I'd see, like, Austin Powers on the spinning bed. You know what I mean? Like, is this yeah, make you horny? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Drinking hand, ready yeah, to
1: go. Yeah. That's I'm, how I thought it. Right, yeah. We're not as campy and crass as that. We have style. We oh, do yeah. have a furry wall, though.
0: Yeah, very getting get into the Greek.
1: Cosmo, yeah, Cosmo, we got drunk. Cosmo's like, we need a furry wall. I'm like, I'm on it. So I, like, <laughs> fucking, I got online and I found, like, trying to find, man, faux fur? Or anything, in, like, similar, it's quite hard. Yeah, right. I mean, not, well, you know, trying to keep within budget is all. Well. Like, it's not hard. You can find heaps of it. Yeah, It's yeah, just, yeah. like, it's expensive. <laughs> so I found this one. It was in LA. Wow. And, and it cost me 400 bucks to get here, and I stuck it to a wall. It was just <laughs> like a roll of, of... It was just, like, yeah. It was. I think it was, to be honest, it was, like, one of those... Sex rugs or some shit. It, it looked like it when I got it in the mail. I was like, is "This is a sex rug." So yeah, and then I cut it up and stuck it to a wall. Yeah, so nice. it's and it's 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 good. It's good fun. It's pretty renowned. It's pretty renowned. Yeah, people take photos of it all. touch stroke stroke the furry wall. That's so good. Yeah. So yeah, that's um. Yeah, it's it's a good atmosphere down there too. It's fun. Yeah,
0: but the difference between Double Deuce and Rambling Rascals is that you do want to take things that are just a little bit more serious. Serious. Yes. Yeah, you do want to take drop the have a wild atmosphere a little yeah. bit still like you've got a different atmosphere yeah it is just different just not like you know so professional but you do want to make the cocktails a bit more refined a bit more mm. elegant a bit more effort like, absolutely okay. um, not that there's not much care there's still care but it's mm. just like that extra step yeah well
1: down that. here is like being a cowboy you know this, yeah. this is a cowboy thing and then down there is more you're a scientist yeah or well, not a scientist. That's real stuffy because they're not. They're, they still get quite loose. But yeah, there's a diff. Yeah, that's the point of difference. If you're going to use extremes, cowboys and scientists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, it's, it is a lot more. It's and I think it's a really good date spot. Like it's it's a lot more datey. Mm. You sit, you know, two, side by side. It's real cozy and close. Mm. Um, yeah. Whereas here, you can run around in your undies and no touch <laughs> up. <laughs> there you go Not at not least with gloves on anyway. Well yeah, yeah Well yeah COVID You put your mask on And shit as well Make sure you wash your hands afterwards Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> uh, So so what was it about You wanting it And Cosmo wanting it to be Like very 70s porn chick
1: That kind um, of Was up your alley for, for that style Especially being down In that district Down in there yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it was That's Probably subconsciously It was because it was down there We wanted that It was like You know Wanker banker sort of thing Cosmo looks good In a two piece Double breasted suit <laughs> Um, I think the outfit like we're very visual boys so the outfits really stood out for us like yeah, what right. can we wear <laughs> like here was what can o- we get fucking, yeah what can yeah. we get yeah exactly so like here was overalls it was my idea to get to get overalls in here just because I was like man overalls are great like they're fucking real comfortable you, you can wash them once a week because they're hardy they're f- made for work and you look cool in them yeah so when we went down there I think we looked at I, th- I think it was Cosmo likes you know the Funk and soul music, everyone loves fucking soul.
0: Yeah, how can you
1: not? Cosmo loves soul. Mm. Um, so I think we were, <laughs> it's such a weird way to go around setting a bar up. I think we went around with how, how good do we look if we get dressed up? How good's the music? Oh, let's open a bar. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need somewhere to drink to do these things. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. to listen to this and dress like this. <laughs> we should probably drink somewhere. Oh, we will just open it ourselves. Yeah. So that's very I, reverse. Very yeah. reverse sort of. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm sure, in my head. That's how it happened. But I'm sure there was a lot more planning to yeah, it. Because when we did it, we yeah we found it. Darden found the site, and um, it was very cold. Like it wasn't an old restaurant. I don't even remember what it was called. Boosh, Boosh on Bridge. It was called an old restaurant. Right. I don't think it lasted very long. Maybe right. six months or something. Anyway. We went, like, so there was a restaurant upstairs, and then we went downstairs. If you've never been at Double Deuce, it's split level. Mm. Um, So we took the bar just downstairs. We didn't take the restaurant. Right. Um, And, yeah, it was very sort of mid-2000s New York, concrete, cold, silver, grays. Not warm at all. Mm. You wouldn't want to drink down there, to be honest. Um, So, yeah, we rolled in, and, like, uh, this time around we had a pinterest board <laughs> which we'd cosmo and i had just like collected images of what we wanted it, the space to look like yeah yeah and um we got a mate um georgia she's she knows interior like she's an interior designer architect sort of thing. yeah sure. so she has all the tools so she got this like fucking laser um sort of tape measure and it uses a laser instead of like tape yeah right. and like measured everything out and she's like alright you have to do this tell the builders to do this is the sizes so she m- measured out the whole joint and I just went with the builders and I went do this," <laughs> she said. So, yeah, <laughs> and then and then I I just turned up every morning and, and like gave him direction on how I'm like oh I sort of wanted it to and that's how you get the curves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosmo had the idea for the padding on like the elbow pads. Yeah, right. So all that so it was like collaborative. Darden at the time was overseas because that's what you do when you open a bar you go <laughs> overseas. Now nah, he, he was visiting he was visiting um family and stuff so he, it, it was fine. Cosmo and I handled it. It was mm. fine Darden doesn't really get as, he gets involved into all the serious shit, like lawyers and fucking <laughs> accounts and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And he has like say's in, he does have a say in fucking, uh, he, he did, he, his idea was the front of the bar at Rascal here with the padding net. Oh, right. So we've all, we've all put our little things in, like, oh, I want this. And yeah. Like, if yeah, someone yeah. goes, I want this, you go, all right, he wants it, he can <laughs> have it. So you have to do that for each other. Yeah. That's how we work. Yeah. Yeah. But it's usually a democracy. If you get voted out, you get voted out. Yeah. So yeah it's yeah. usually mate, It's Like, shut up, Charlie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. No, no. no I'm meant yeah. like, to be honest. Most, <laughs> I do most of it. <laughs> yeah. So what? Have you ever had any big, big
0: people come through both doors
1: since yeah. it's opening? Man, we've had some fucking awesome times with some famous people. Um, <laughs> how, yeah. I mean, like, we've uh, obviously the biggest one that I always tell people that Dave Grohl's my best friend. <laughs> Him and I hung out. <laughs> he, did a, um, he did a listening party down here. with. Oh, really? Um, yeah, for one of his albums for the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Sony, Sony is down the road. Universal and Sony are down yeah, the yeah. road. So you get some of them rolling through here every now and again drinking. And they hit me up. And our philosophy for Rascal is we don't close for anyone. Yeah, We don't yeah. give a shit. We don't care who you are, how big you are, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway they hit me up um, can we we want to hire out the venue and I just wrote back to them look we have this thing we just don't close you can have a Sunday if you want to do an event but we're just during the week or whatever mm. we don't they're like look can we come and meet you I think you'd be interested mm. I was like fine fine Exasperators. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh god just give me money um, and they turned up and they're like look and I was like listen They don't close to anyone unless it's like the fucking Rolling Stones or like Queens of the Stone Age. They're like, well, you're going to be, you're going to like this. And I went, oh, hang on. (laughs) And they go, you have to sign this um, non disclosure or, you know, agreement or whatever the fuck they make you sign and not tell anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, fine, signed it. And like, so we're getting the Foo Fighters. And I went, (laughs) oh, okay. I'm listening. That, you know what? It ain't no, you know, Rolling Stone, but it's the fucking foo fighters, man. It's Dave Grohl. It's pretty close to Queensland Stone. It's pretty, pretty close to Queen's He's played. He's played <laughs> He's in played, few, it. you know. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean like and it's one third of Nirvana. So yeah, I was gonna like, say fucking He can't okay. pass that shit up. It's a big deal. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, cool. All right, let's do it. And <laughs> then I was like, but wait. How much? How much are you paying me? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, how much do you want? And I went, oh, really? And it was a Monday, and I was our, our first foray into doing something like this. So I just went, oh, $10,000. They're like, okay. So I just got 10000 to have a private party with the Foo Fighters. That's was, fucking sick. It was pretty wild. Was You've been good. enjoying it more than they would. Uh, we did. We very much enjoyed it. He, I mean, Dave Grohl's the nicest dude, man. He like he came by the bar, gave everyone a hug. Really? Shook everyone's hands. That's took sick. photos, gave laybacks. Nice champ. With yeah. the fucking Don Julio 1942, wow. like this, yeah. Oh man, it was it was such a good night. I won't forget that. Um, but like you know, party with the hilltop hoods till oh, five o'clock tactic. in the morning here. That was fun. That's sick. Me and Suffer were going to wrestle because <laughs> we love a good wrestle at three o'clock in the morning between two blokes. That's the time. Um, who else, man? Oh, there's been heaps. Danny McBride. He was cool. Bullshit. Yeah, he came in here on Anzac Day and I was off my tits and I hung out with him. He's awesome. What the fuck? He's a good dude, man. Um, But yeah... um Fuck, I don't know, how many name drops do you want? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, you, you keep going, I'll keep mate. going, just all my best friends. I'll, get, I'll probably get to <laughs> yeah. cease and desist later. Please stop <laughs> saying Dave Grohl's your best friend. Yeah, yeah, suck it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, there you go. That's crazy, that's, that's impressive. That's, Im- that's yeah, yeah. Get yeah. me drunk and I'll tell you more later on. <laughs>
0: no, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty sick moment when the first few start rolling through your doors. I mean, it's, it's really fun. Especially, like, international people kind Absolutely. of coming in yeah. and, and knowing that, like, the word on the streets kind of... For you guys you know what I mean like that's yeah. that's something that you can kind of sit back and appreciate and think wow like more people are doing our work for us on the streets you know what yeah mean? like
1: on the outside so like but yeah that's true and that gets like it to lead into like merchandise like we gave Dave Grohl a rascal shirt and he's that's worn right. it a few times in photos and shit that's so sick. like even having that out there and shit as well that really helps man I walk down the street sometimes people wearing fucking rascal shirts I'm like <laughs> go up to say hello I'm like oh shit I don't know who you are <laughs> like fuck it's, it's a little bit surreal in that respect sometimes, too. It's funny. Yeah, but, like you're creating uh, yeah. more than a bar, it's a brand. Yeah, it's as well. now almost a brand in yeah. itself. Well, you just close the fucking bar and sell t shirts. <laughs> I, I can't, like, I, I always give them away because I get drunk and I'm like, just take my t shirt. <laughs> Usually at gigs, take my shirt off and give it to someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's so sick. Mm. Obviously, all these things you don't really conceptualize before you open a bar, it's just things that
1: start going on beyond you it does yeah and it's like you you can either try and if you don't like where it's going you try and fight against it um it'll eat you up Mm. but a lot of the things like think yeah they have a mind of their own after a while you know like you you have your control of your brand and stuff but once it starts getting out there and further and further into the world it's sort of like well, that's that's the brand now. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, you go see Dave Grohl in concert, and you see he's selling <laughs> Ramblin' yeah, rascal, rascal shirts. Yeah, fucking Ramblin' Rascal shirts. fuck like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> sick. A people chance. hit me up, and like, sorry, we're out of stock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry mate. Been out of stock for three months because of fucking COVID. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, uh, even just ties onto that with once again talking about people like Scott. Uh, you know, with with the brand and and the idea between rascals and kind of influencing other people. Were there other bars and other people that you've had kind of help come to you and, and influence? Like are there other people around like Sydney or even out of Sydney like, that have they've come to you and said, hey, I really love your idea. Like, can you help me in, and maybe like show like a bit of, a bit a of guidance. bit of guidance, on how guidance to, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, on but, how to get it going. Yeah,
1: people in the some people in the industry hit me up going, hey, I, <clears throat> like oh, we want to start something new. How did you do this? I mean, I can't. I had one of a mate the other day hit me up um, asking about stuff. And I just try and, you know, uh, send them on the right path. I, I don't think this method that we do did here will necessarily translate to everybody. Yeah, sure. I think what what you want to do, um, cause, just because just I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, I'm just going to be very general. <laughs> um, what you want to do is cherry pick from the bars that you like, that are your favorites, the best attributes yeah, that yeah. they did opening their venues, like... There's probably, I could probably write a list for people of what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but, and then also, like, if I don't have, if I'm not confident in, enough in, un, like, sort of answering that question, I'll palm them off to other people that probably are. <laughs> it's usually, like, someone, someone a little bit smarter than I am. Like, Passan's really good to use because he's, like, you know, he owns Earl's Duke joint and, Duke yeah. I yeah, yeah. go, just go talk to Passan. He's done that before. <laughs> go yeah. and ask him. Um, but uh yeah but yeah but people even peers we use each other all the time for like hey man did you have to sort like did you have to apply like during covid yeah we've got a group chat that everyone like we all use yeah like even like jared molino at you know who's own fucking million bars lobo, yeah. the lobo kitty hawk big poppers yeah um bartolo um he's on it as well like going oh i did this did anyone else get that done for yeah. covid like you know keeping up with restrictions, day-to-day shit. Yeah, yeah. So I think in that respect, we're, we're <clears throat> utilising each other a lot more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bigger picture thing and opening bars, um, I sort of give my general advice mm. and then if I don't know it, palm it off because mm. that's that's my jam. That's my steez.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to, I did want to just quickly touch on how you were able to kind of navigate through that, the coronavirus period. Yeah. Whether you want to talk about it or not. But I just um, wanted to really just quickly touch on that and how you yeah. guys were able to get through it. Like even just having... Those those group chats, like you were saying, mm. like that's just like immense immense help just for yeah. other people that are going through the same shit. Okay, like you said, you're doing this, you're doing that. I just did this. Yeah, all this sort of shit. I was just curious, you know. Um, you know.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I think the biggest thing was when it. I think the week before it closed down, we knew it was happening. Mm. we were like, we're going to close next week. There's no fucking way we can stay open like yeah, this. Yeah, it's pretty. in the general It was context, pretty. Yeah. So yeah. It was, so <laughs> so one, we got really drunk because that's what you're like yeah. well fuck it let's get drunk yeah yeah um, and then we sort of I think it all came pretty clear come Monday Tuesday Wednesday we're like alright we're not I think we accepted it really fast because like one it's a pandemic what the fuck are you going to do yeah, yeah. Not, You go, oh, fuck it I'm going to go to work still no, gonna, <laughs> one you're an idiot um, I think the I think the, re, the the relief was it wasn't any of us that fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no one can get yelled at. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so, like it's not that like I got really wasted for two days and I burnt <laughs> the place down. Like it's out of our hands. Yeah, yeah. So I think I mean and like we're, we're all through like we're crazy right, but yeah. we're not dumb. Yeah, yeah. So in that respect, we're like, well, what can you do, man? Like it's we're we're all in this shit together. Mm. Like from from the bottom to the top, we're all in it. Mm. So I think we had that general acceptance that, okay, this is happening, we'll deal with it. yeah I've you know faced adversities in life before, as we all have. Mm. Um, and then the next thing was how to stay sane. and like having those group chats was fantastic. Yep. Having limited contact with people is hard, just because you're coming from an industry where you fucking talk to a million people a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then also the drinking thing, like I needed it, like, I drink a lot. Right. But I don't drink at home and I'm stuck at home for yeah, the next yeah. three. I was stuck there for three months. Right. So I was like, well, I got it, but I got to do something to stay sane. So I just started smoking heaps of weed <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's been fantastic. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know if you can add that, but just go for it. If you can. I don't care, mate. Good, yeah. good, good. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's how I stayed sane. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then having, you know, a limited, when you're allowed to have five people over whatever, the limited contact was that's that's how you kept it, and yeah. I, I don't mind like for someone who runs around and acts like acts the fool sometimes. I don't mind being by myself. Yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's okay. You get to reflect on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what of today? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah. So that's how we sort of dealt with it, man. And then the business and the finance shit came later. Where like, we, we 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 talked to each other. I think we gave ourselves like two weeks of just no business shit because mm. like we we're we were defeated. We we're over it. <laughs> So it was two weeks of no talking about this, mm. this shit. Um, and then we were like, okay, well, now we need sort of like a plan. What are we going to do? Um, and we, we were pretty, pretty lucky jumping on it because we were like, we're not paying rent. We're not doing this, blah, blah, blah. And we, and Darden knocked all of that out. Like mm. he was really good at getting all that done. Um, and then to, to survive and have us survive, we kept all of our staff on. Yeah. Awesome. Um, job we, When JobKeeper didn't kick in straight away and they were late with us, so we had to take our money out of our supers to pay our staff, which is fine because we're like, well, we're all in the same boat, man. And, and I want my staff to be okay too. Yeah. So I was like, well, and if I take a bit of super out, I could spend some money on some fucking, you know, a new TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's how we sort of navigated it and survived. And then, you know, like I applied for all the grants. Yeah. So like, you know, the local, state and federal, and we got all of them, but then we just paid bills with them. Because yeah. that's what there was, the bills don't stop. Yeah, you sure. Know? And they don't give a shit. And they're all, they're, pe- they're struggling too. So um, that all just went to paying bills. And re- we, we were lucky to reopen. Yeah. Um, obviously. Um, and here we are now. Yeah. Half capacity, half the numbers. But day to day, man. We'll just see how it all rolls. Yeah. Hopefully they come up with a vaccine or something. So yeah, <laughs> that's sort of how we navigated COVID in in a way. Yeah. Very, very and rapid.
0: having to manage that over the two places.
1: Yeah, doing two, well. It's it's sort of lucky down at Deuce where it's um it's a lot smaller. The team there's there's three full time members down there. Right. right? I, we don't count ourselves when we talk about this. Mm. Um, so there's three full time members down there um here at rascal there's six mm. so i mean nine full-time staff covering and we we just covered their asses until jobkeeper kicked in which was fine with us because we were in the same boat mm. so um yeah it was it, it was okay to deal with and everyone and all every single staff member was like kept in the loop you know and they knew everything and they were happy yep. with everything and they're like okay we know you're gonna you know we're all gonna work together on this sort of yeah thing. yeah and that's a big thing as well you have to let your staff know yeah yeah, I know. Yeah. Communication, communication is key. Straight up, which is sometimes goes out the window if you're on the fly trying to do stuff. But mm. it is what it is. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So since reopening, what's been the, the the kind of plans and and the future of both the tavern and the tavern Double Deuce. Juice and, and even uh, for you, Cosmo and Darden as well. Like, what's what do you guys have any plans and futures? And obviously, you know, coming out of this and dealing with this first. But do you guys have any ideas in future?
1: Um, we getting we we call this a th- I'm calling this a throwaway year. Mm. I'm just yeah. like, well, let's just get through this, yeah. and then see how we come out the other side. Um, I, I like, it's so hard at the moment. So like, our contracts are coming up. Um, I usually hit and throw it out to tender. A lot of contractual stuff, um, and just talk and talking with brands and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of brands out there that that want to help, which is fantastic, um, and and they're trying to like get in. The hardest thing is the limited numbers. Like, yeah. so we usually do live music, and. Um, you know, having f- only forty-two people in here for a live set and spending a thousand dollars on a band or whatever um, isn't really going to fly at mm. the moment. So all we're doing right now is aiming to get numbers back up, and that also just counts on the pandemic itself, mm. <coughs> having people be responsible. But um, yeah, we're just we we want those numbers to go back to normal. So sit around. I think we can fit one hundred and twenty people down here. Mm. And, and um so if, it, if we get a hundred if they just bump it up to a hundred mm. it would be sweet yeah and keep the job keeper on mm. and then then we'd be cushy so that's that's our near future mm. in the next year over the next year we'd be looking to um for rascal in particular we want to move into the event space oh, yeah. um so <clears throat> i've got family out in broken hill and that um broken hill has the saint patrick's day races which is world-renowned. World People fly in from over the world to go to the St. Pat's Day races wow. there. It's, you can just imagine in Broken Hill, which is, if no one knows, it's 12, 13 hours west of Sydney, <laughs> you're still in New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. It's where BHP is from. It's where Mad Max was filmed. Oh, it's really? where Priscilla's Queen of the Deserts partly filmed. <laughs> so you, like, and it, At one point, it had the most pubs per capita in the world. Wow. So there's a lot of drinking going on so um like yeah <laughs> so next year Add another one, add another yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um next year we want to do like a Ramblin' rascal pop-up at the st patrick's day races yeah right. and just fucking just get buck wild yeah, yeah. um but yeah the, the event space is something that we're looking into for rascal to go into so like doing festivals and shit yeah, yeah. Um, one of my good mates um mr nick joseph miles from brisbane queensland he has lucky duck and he's been doing that a lot as well yeah so, sick. and he's got a fantastic brand himself so um that I want to do something like that for here in yeah. South Wales. Yeah. So um, that's that's the sort of near future for here. Um, Deuce, we want to come next year, bump up into, try and get into the top 50 for World cl- uh, Class Magazine or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. Um, that's just the sort of goal, just to sort of see how we can how we fare around mm. the world. Um, but That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. It'd be really, really cool. Um, in terms of... Expanding business? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There is no money to be had to do that. Um, Yeah. yeah. And good luck to you if you are. Um, I just wouldn't do it myself. Hmm. I just don't have the coin for it. Um, So, yeah, for now, it's just doing that, man. Just sort of plot, like before, pre COVID um we were quite cushy like we were okay you know mm. we, we were setting buffers for ourselves to cushion ourselves for anything mm. obviously that went out the window so it's sort of just building ourselves back up into a a, a place where we're comfortable but yep. also it'll eventually expand
0: yeah 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 that's pretty good mm. that's a kind of a safety net you want Yeah, to kind of that's hold.
1: it yeah we, we usually play fast and loose but this time we're just going to go safety net first and yeah. then then go yeah. So build on that. That's sort of stash money, like acorns, like the little chipmunks, sort of. <laughs> stash them away for the fucking winter. For another virus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. For another virus. Or World War III or something. some shit. At least I yeah. lock myself down here and drink all the booze, <laughs> man. That's it. Dude,
0: that's mad. All right. <laughs> before, we, uh, before we finish up, then, what are some of the, your favorite places to go and eat and drink around Sydney CBD? Shit, yeah, man.
1: Um, around the CBD, um, I would highly suggest bars. That's where we start with the bus. Go, go to Baxter Inn, obviously, because mm. that's where I come from. Check that out. It's fucking amazing. One of the greatest whis- whiskey selections in the world. Mm. Um, old mates, Daniel Noble and Dre. Um, Noble used to work here with us, and he's oh, yeah. quite the character. Very loose and fast like ourselves. <laughs> I love them. Old mates, they've got a rooftop, and it's fucking delicious. The Lobo, all rum, baby. That's that's good, too. Um, you've got Cantina Roquet, which is mm. very, well, I think a lot of people know about that place now. Um, I don't even fucking like tequila and I'll go drink a beer there. Um, <laughs> sorry, Daddy and Jeremy. <laughs> they are in the um, My Probably one of my favorite places in all the world, in like literally all the world, is Shady Pines. Yeah, Shady nice. Pines is, is the shit, man. It's fucking dead animals on the wall, honky tonk. I don't really like country music, but I still drink that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. wild. Um, yeah, hit that up. Double deuce, obviously. Um, if you want to eat you go to Alberto's for Italian yeah. and Hubert. I went to Beppy's the other night. That's really expensive and old school. Um, fuck, why does my mind go blank when I do this? <laughs> so many people are going to message me later going, why don't you fucking see me? I'm like, sorry, man. Um, Jacoby's, Mary's, hit up Mary's if you want fucking fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. Mary's is, is, is delicious. Um, continental, Yeah. that's pretty awesome if you want a good sandwich. Um, what else? Porteño's fucking delicious for mm. Argentinian style food. <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian. You'd have to, I don't know. Is that what that is? No, it's not. That's oh, It's right. all meat. <laughs> <laughs> say. It's all meat, man. No, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, where else? Dude, I usually hang out with my platonic wife, Natalie, and she chooses all the restaurants, man. So yeah, nice. <laughs> I just go and do it. Yeah. Um, sorry if I've forgotten you. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. Just come out with me. Fuck, fuck me telling you where to go. Just come with me. Done. Done. I'll, there you go. We'll
0: go. Fucking go out. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. All right, easy. Well, cheers so much for jumping on to the Roots Podcast. Thank you. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to sit down and chat. Bit of banter. Yeah. If we had a couple of beers. <laughs> uh, thanks to everyone for listening to Roots Podcast and tune in next time for the latest episode. Cheers. Cheers, man. Have a good one. Thank you.